shows it to you personally, you can know it. And his word supports, backs up, shows us how God's got everything fixed. Amen. We can find it in here. It's just kind of like looking for hidden treasures. Yeah. And every time that God shows me something out of here, uh, it just excites me. Amen. And so uh, I need your prayers today. like to read the obituary and then say a few things. We're gathered in uh, loving memory of Wallace Jr. Neal, 89, passed peacefully into the arms of the Lord at 1.45 a.m. Thursday, July 2nd, 2020 at Lima Memorial Health Systems. He was born December 25th, 1930 to Wallace R. and Q.E. Johnson Neal, who preceded him in death. On April 30, 1951, he married D. Rowena Rowe Mason, who preceded him in death on April 1, 2019. Junior retired from Chrysler Maintenance Department. He had pre previously worked in maintenance for Pangles, Sheller Globe, Montgomery Wards. 
He was a devoted member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church where he was a custodian for many years. He was a U.S. Army veteran. He loved to tinker and fiddle around fixing things. Survivors include two daughters, R. Janine Craig of Lima, Sharon K. Michael Thompson of Harrod, a son, Wally L. Jill Neal of Lima, grandchildren, Missy Fagan, Tracy Brian Richardson, Mike Terry Jackson, Shannon Jared Bolser, Teresa Scott Neal, Kristen Josh Burton, Michael II Jamie Thompson, Jared Stephanie Thompson, Matthew Molly Neal, Mitchell Clara Neal, Maxwell Seed Neal, Elliot Neal, 26 great-grandchildren and one on the way, 10 great-great-grandchildren, a brother, Arnold Emma Neal of Lima, brother-in-law, H.L. Faye Mason of Ada, sisters-in-law, Irene Neal of Crytersville, Carol Mason of Ohio, a special niece, Kate Jones, and his dog, Lady. He was preceded in death by a son-in-law, Chris Craig, four brothers and sister-in-law, Bill Neal, Eddie Neal, Eddie Rose Neal, Leo Ofa Neal, Eugene Nora Neal, brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law, Joe Pat Mason, Bodie Mary Alice Mason, Broadus Juanita Mason, Orville Mason, Drew Mason, Melly White Fuson, Minnie Reverend Siegel Newport, Liddy Hugh Oliver, and Audrey Mason. And I want to read a scripture that uh, I feel like that the Lord uh, gave me, and this kind of describes a, a junior to me. It's in the 18th Proverbs, and verse 24 says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Uh, and that's the scripture that the Lord wanted me to share, and I just uh, uh, want you to, to pray. And I've known Junior for a long time. And, of course, Rowena and she, uh, a lot of you here that I see familiar faces and church members, and uh, she sang uh, in this church since back in the 50s. And you might say, well, this building hadn't been here that long. Well, this church has been here, though. It was over on Albert Street. And Rowena uh, sang, played the piano there for many years. And uh, Junior wouldn't come to church very much. And Rowena, I don't know how many times I would hear her say, I want you all to pray for Junior. That was her request. And I heard that multiple times. I don't know if it was 50 or 100. I mean, she made that request lots of times. And I want to tell you what I thought. After number whatever it was, I thought, you know, I don't believe Junior's going to get saved. She had made that request forever, and he hardly ever would come to church. I thought, I don't believe Junior's going to get saved. Now, Junior had five brothers. Got one left. 
He didn't have the friend that stick closer than a brother. I'm sure his brothers were, uh, I feel like it, uh, and you all, this family knows, but I felt like them brothers, the ones that I knew, I felt like they were close. Yeah, uh, and would help each other. And if you got, I always admire a, a big family. If you got lots of brothers and sisters, boy, I think that's a treasure. I, I like them big families. But even, uh, even if you got big families, pretty soon, if you live very long, pretty soon them families start getting smaller. And I'm not talking about kids and grandkids. I'm talking about your immediate family. Uh, I remember in my family when we used to have family get-togethers all the time. And then pretty soon it, you, it, my dad was gone and my mom was gone and... and uh, uh, my bro brother lives close here, but he's gone a lot. My sister lives in another state. And we used to just get together anytime. And pretty soon it's not like that anymore. And I love my brother and I love my sister. But I got a friend that's closer to me than my brother. I got a friend that's closer to me than my sister. And Junior, for a long time, and I didn't think he was going to get this friend. I guess my faith got weak because he wouldn't come in church. But if I remember right, and you all remember, and I, I just thought back, and if I remember right, Junior got in the hospital and had open-heart surgery. And I think after that, he started to come to church or got saved before he... Uh, even come to church. I'm, I just don't remember the details, but at, my point is this. After that, Junior got saved. Yeah, man. He got saved. You know, I don't know anybody that I'd say he was more dedicated than, than Junior Neal. Right, I mean, it, and, and I haven't come to Lima Church, and I've been a pastor somewhere else for about the last 10 years, and so I haven't been here regular for that long. Uh, but back before that, when I was coming, and I'm sure it continued on, but guess whose car I seen first? <laughs> Junior and Rowena opened the door and, and was at church all the time. He was at church all the time. Wow. He was dedicated. He had got a friend that was better than a brother. Amen. He'd got a friend that, that still was there with him. It's my understanding that at the moment maybe that uh, he was no longer conscious, there was nobody with him. Don't you ever doubt that there was somebody with him. Don't, don't never doubt that. Because once you get this friend that I'm talking about, He's always with you. And I, I know this family. I've known these kids for years, you know, when they were just little running around. I, I've known them all their life. And I'm sure they'd do all they could for their family. But I'm glad Junior had somebody could do more for them than you kids. And, and still he's got him. Still got him. And this is not the end. Not the end. 
is a, a brighter day for all of us that knows the Lord. If you don't have this friend, I don't know how old Junior was. I was trying to uh, speculate, and you know, I could maybe tell some things about me and Junior that go way back. Uh, but I would say he was in late 50s or, or early 60s or somewhere in there when he got saved. Would I like for him got saved as a teenager? Yep. Is heaven just as good if you get saved at the 11th hour? Yep. Is it just as good if you get saved at middle age? Yep. Junior got a home run when he got saved. If you want to go to heaven, you got to have Jesus. I don't care how many brothers you got and how many sisters you got and how big a family you got. We're all leaving here. We need to be ready. Wally asked me to mention something, and I'm going to do that. And then I may have a prayer, and then I'll turn back over to the singers. But uh, uh, Wally said, uh, if, you, if it comes to you, Denny, he said, I just want you to do what you want, feel like. But he said, if it comes to you, said, I want you to tell him, said, Dad was old school. Yeah. Said, if he wanted to fix something, uh, he didn't go to YouTube or the Internet. Said, he'd tear it apart yeah. and figure out how it worked and then put it back together. Yeah, he said, there ain't many of them left. And I said, no, there's not. There's not. And so what a, what a special man and, and to me, what makes him most special is he trusted in Jesus. Amen. I mean, you can say a lot of good things about Junior, uh, and, but, but the, of his whole life, if, I, if we could ask him today, what, what's your most valued treasure your whole life? 89 years would have soon been 90. This Christmas would have been 90. He said, I got Jesus. I know he would have. That's my best treasure. When I was 12 years old, I trusted in Jesus. Everything else, we're going to leave it all. We come into this world with nothing, you're going to leave with nothing. I don't care how much money you got in the bank, you're going to leave it. If you got Jesus, that'll stick with you. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for uh, your family. Thank you, Junior, is in your family. He's got a lot more than five brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the assurance that we have that uh, we've got a better country to go to, like the song was the sisters singing. And I'm, I'm glad, Lord, that you got it fixed, that everybody can go. Nobody's cut out. Everybody that wants to go can go. And we pray today, Lord, you just bless the uh, other song that's going to be sung. Bless Brother Terry as he comes to bring the message. And ask that you would comfort and help this family as they go through this trying time. And Lord, we know you can comfort. You're the God of all comfort. And we just ask these things in your name. Amen. would I'd ask everybody to stand we're going to sing I'll fly away mm -hmm. 
some glad morning when this life is over.
Amen. Thank the Lord for the good songs and appreciate, uh, thank the Lord for what Brother Denny had on his heart the Lord gave him and thank the Lord for the spirit I feel today. I'm very happy and very sad. I'm happy because I know my buddy, my friend, my brother has gone to be with the Lord. Out of his troubles, no more problems. No more sickness, no more worries, no more heartaches. Uh, Junior's in a better land. Well, why are you sad then? I'm, I'm sad because I feel a sense of grief or loss at his absence. And uh, for the family, I, I grieve for them because I know they have heartache and heartbreak. But I, I'm just honest, I grieve for me too because I feel that way. Junior was a great uh, uh, brother. Well, I'm telling you what, I liked what Denny said about him. He is faithful and dedicated. When he is able and when Sister Rowan was able and when you had church, uh, you could depend on them being at church. And I'm telling you, uh, they didn't just uh, uh, show up and fill a spot. <laughs> when they came, they meant business. Uh, they are on praying grounds. I can, I can picture Junior and Rowena sitting about a little over halfway back on this side next to the center aisle. I can picture when I'd be preaching, sometimes I'd look back through there and, and I could see one of them or both of them nodding their head and sometimes big tears in their eyes. I'm telling you what, uh, uh, people like that, uh, they mean something to you. And uh, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad I know, I got a connection with them, see. Uh, felt the Lord in them, had a witness in them. And, uh, I liked uh, what Brother Denny was telling about, uh, uh, they'd prayed for uh, Junior a long time. We'd prayed for Junior a long time. And if I recall right, I'd heard Sister Rowena say this, and I believe I heard Sister Man Newport say similar thing. Uh, so we prayed 40 years for Junior. Well, what about that? But it's like Denny was talking about. It was worth keeping on, keeping on, keeping on praying. Well, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, I remember when he got in, when he got saved. You talk about a hallelujah time. Boy, it makes my heart rejoice right now. I can feel heaven in my soul. Well, I'm glad I'm here. And, uh, I'm, I'm sad for some things, but I'm happy for some things too. And I'm honored to be in this service. And uh, I want to share a scripture with you. And then I want to tell a little experience I had. And then I'll go on with God's help and try to share the message. Uh, the scripture I want to share is in the 79th Psalm, the 13th verse. So, we thy people and sheep of thy pastor will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. And so I thought about how uh, collectively the church does that. Uh, they praise God and they show that to uh, all generations, one after the other. It takes the Lord to do that. Now, collectively, that's the whole church, but how does the whole church collectively do that? One person at a time. See, we are a group. We're a family of God. Uh, but what we do and how we let our light shine is one person at a time. Everybody's got a, a spot to fill. And everybody's got a light to shine. I'm telling you what, uh, uh, Junior and Rowena. And you know, it's hard to say Junior and not say Rowena. Boy, you know what? I, I like that. That's good. I like that. Because uh, they were, boy, they were together. They were a team. And uh, every couple ought to have what they had. 
Uh, that's rich. That's the real thing. But here's what I want to tell on myself. Uh, Friday, I was praying and, and uh, uh, got serious with the Lord. And I was praying. I said, God, uh, they, they want me to preach in that service. And, of course, God knew that. But I was talking to God like I do my best friend. I said, Lord, I'd like to have something to preach. Well, God put uh, a message on my heart uh, about the sheep. And uh, he said, tell them that Junior was and is one of my sheep. And I said, Lord, I'll be glad to tell them that. That's good news. And then I got to praying about something to preach on Sunday morning. And uh, I shared this with Mikey already. Uh, he knows where I was coming from. I said, Lord, I need something for Sunday morning. Well, God, uh, he uh, took my heart and mind uh, back to the message about the sheep. And I said, that's, that's for juniors. That's for junior service. And uh, I shared that with my wife. And she, uh, she comforted me and consoled me. She hugged me and patted on me. She said, honey, it'd be worth preaching twice. <laughs> if that's what God wants you to do, it'd be worth preaching twice. And I said, well, yeah, amen. And so uh, I preached it Sunday morning, enjoyed it. And after I preached it, I, you know, I started asking God for something else. He took me right back to the sheep. Well, I'm glad, and I want to preach about being one of God's sheep. I'm telling you what, that you can't be anything better than one of God's sheep. That's as good as it gets. Nothing better than that. And so uh, let me remind you what it said. Uh, so thy, we thy people are, and the sheep of thy pasture will give thee thanks forever, and we will show forth thy praise uh, to all generations. Now, what's the benefit of that? Well, it blesses God and pleases him. He's worthy of praise, but it, it blesses folks that are doing that, H.L., uh, that's where happen. That's where real happiness is at. And uh, if you want to ha be happy, get saved and follow the Lord. But well, does it do anything else? Yeah. It was people like that that were doing that uh, that showed me I needed Jesus when I was a lost boy. That's what the church does. And and boy, when you stand for the Lord and you let your light shine, uh, good things happen. It'll come out of that. Now I want to share some things over in the New Testament. And I uh, want to uh, look at things over here a little bit. Uh, I want to go into the uh, 10th chapter of the book of John. I want you to uh, listen to some of these verses here. Uh, Jesus said over here, uh, and I want to read uh, from uh, maybe verse uh, 7, if I can uh, see it clearly here. Then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. If you want to be uh, the Lord's sheep, you've got to come through the door. That's why you get in the sheepfold. What's that mean? That means get saved. That means be born again. Boy, Junior was born again. Then he said, that's the best thing ever happened to him. Amen. And he said, it's the best thing ever happened to Denny. He could also say, the best thing ever happened to Terry. Well, I did say that. He said, if you've got that, that's the best thing ever happened to you. And so Jesus was talking about this. And down in verse 9, he said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Listen to this. And shall go in and out and find pasture. And uh, verse 11, this is Jesus talking, folks. Verse 11, continuing that same thing. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But I'll tell you what, I've heard Junior testify about being saved and how glad he was he's saved and tears running down his face. And uh, Mike, uh, I've, uh, me and Junior's just sat and talked before. Uh, Junior, tears running down his face. He'd thank God for saving his soul. He'd say, uh, preacher, I got some folks I need you to pray for. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, I knew Junior was praying, uh, just like uh, Rowena and so many of us and all of us and Sister Minnie and just the whole gang of us. I prayed for Junior for 40 years. I don't know if I prayed for him for that long. I got in on the last end of it anyway. 
I prayed for him because, boy, I, I'm telling you what, it blessed my heart when he started to come to church. And you talk about feeling heaven move better right when he got saved. Boy, I, I felt like I'd walked up on a big high mountain. I can feel that mountain today. Praise God for salvation. That'll reach a man like a Junior Neal. Thank God for salvation. That'll reach a man like me. Thank God for salvation. That'll reach a person like you if you'll let it. You can get saved. He goes on down through here. And uh, Jesus said down in verse 14, I'm the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known of mine. Now, let's go on down to verse 27. He said this, my sheep hear my voice. Junior could hear the voice of the Lord. I'm telling you what, he talked to him. He, he'd tell me about praying for things. He'd tell me about prayers that God answered for him. But Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and I know them. And they follow me. Boy, I'm telling you what, as good as the good shepherd is to us, uh, I tell you, if you're saved and you're not following him, uh, boy, I, I, you're missing out on something. You got something you could have. Uh, you could have real happiness and real joy. There's no greater joy. The Bible said, whoso trusteth the Lord, happy is he. If you want to be happy in life, uh, get saved and live for Jesus. When I got saved, my first thought was, praise God, I get to go to heaven. I'd been worried about going to hell when I walked down the aisle and came to an altar and when I got saved. I'm telling you what, I wasn't thinking about a street of gold and walls of jasper and gates of pearl. I was thinking about a burning hell. That's a real place. I was on my way there. But when I come through the door, I got the same thing Junior got and I got the same thing Junior has. I got saved. And so listen what happens when you get saved. When you get become one of his sheep, he said, uh, "Where I'll read this again. My sheep uh, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. He said, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Uh, neither uh, shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Boy, I'm, you talk about security. Uh, when we get saved by God's grace, uh, we got some spiritual security. I know I'm going to heaven. I've had folks argue with me about it. So you don't really know. And one man said, I don't think you can find out until after you die. I said, you're waiting too long if you die to try to find out. Uh, I got saved when I was 12 years old. Uh, junior was up in years. But we got the same thing. Now, is God interested in us as individuals? Yeah, let me read this. I don't hold you too long. Uh, Seem like I feel like I could preach a long time because I'm enjoying myself so good, but I don't plan on holding you all day. But you pray real hard. That would have made Junior smile. That would have. He'd have smiled at that. Listen to what Jesus said here in the 18th chapter of the book of Matthew. He said, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. How think ye? What do you think about this? That's what he was saying to the people. What he's saying to us. How think ye? If a man have a hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, does not he leave the ninety and nine and go into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? He said another place, he said he came to seek and to save that which is lost. Listen, it goes on. He said, and if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. Even so, listen to this, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Let me read that again. This is to all of us folks. 
Even so, it is not the will of your Father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. Well, if it's not God's will that anybody should perish, why, why do some people perish? Because they won't come on the terms of the gospel. They won't believe in Christ Jesus and repent of sin. They don't come to the master when he calls. When that good shepherd's got that big door of mercy open and the Holy Spirit's moving and knocking at your heart. And Jesus said this in the 11th chapter of Matthew 28th verse. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest until you soul. If you want it, you can have it. I'm not making an altar call. Don't think I am. Haven't, haven't decided to. Don't usually do that. But if God speaks to your heart today, I've, I've had occasions where people were in funerals, and they'd tell me after the funeral, Preacher, God spoke to my heart, and I got safe set in my seat. You can do, at the altar's open. If you felt like coming, I wouldn't keep you from it. But even in your seat, if God's speaking to your heart, seek the Lord. Come to church when you can. Pray when you can. Uh, well, I know people got saved at home. I know people got saved at work. I know a lot of people got saved at church. But come when the Lord calls. Boy, I'm telling you what. Junior had the real thing. Rowena had the real thing. I, uh, I, let me say this, and I'll close. I don't know why I feel like telling this at the end. Usually it would be at the first, but... Junior and Rowena and a lot of other folks, I won't try to name all of them, and Lyndon and I, a lot of times we'd go out after, after church. We'd go out and eat. And we, boy, well, I'm telling you what, uh, we'd laugh and we'd have a big time. And, uh, you know, I, I like to pick on Junior and Rowena. And sometimes I'd say something, Junior said, now, preacher, don't you start causing trouble. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I'm telling you, I, even that part of it, I miss them in church, but even, even the fellowship we had after church and going places, doing things, it's, it's dear to my heart. But here's what I got. I got all those memories. And as a family, you've got all those memories. And boy, I praise God for the good memories that we got. And of all the good things. Now, there was a lot of good things you could say about Junior. I mean, he was a dandy fella. Wonderful fella. But the best thing you can say about him. He was the Lord's sheep and is the Lord's sheep. That's not just past tense. He was, but he still is. He's in the sheepfold. He's where the good shepherd's at. Let's pray again. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for salvation. Thank you for letting us be your sheep and you being such a good shepherd. Lord, you're a wonderful shepherd. God, we reminded of the psalmist that said, the Lord is my shepherd. Junior knew that relationship, and I know that relationship. I shall not want. Uh, Lord, you make it to lie down in green pastures, and you lead us beside the still waters. God, I thank you for the peace of God that passes all understanding. God, I pray that you'd touch the hearts of these folks that are here, and those that are lost, that you'd speak to them and invite them to come to Jesus. Lord, I pray that you just console the family and give them comfort today and help them, God. Help the friends. Uh, God, just help all of us that uh, love Junior so much. God, we ask you these things. We praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. We turn the service back over to the funeral director.